0: Welcome to the Acres of Diamonds podcast with Bob Larson, a nationally recognized expert in the analysis of complex life insurance structures. In the Acres of Diamonds podcast, Bob talks about the flip side of owning a life insurance policy that your client has outgrown or that has underperformed. We share insight and strategies to help advisors maximize the effectiveness and value of their clients' life insurance policies.
1: Hello and welcome to the Acres of Diamonds podcast with Bob Larson from the Settlement Masters. Today, Bob is going to be talking to us about where are the prospects for a settlement. Good morning, Bob. How are you?
2: Good morning, Eric. I am grateful and I'm here to share whatever I can give the audience.
1: Fantastic. I bet there's going to be quite a few folks that are going to listen to this and really appreciate it because they would love to know where the prospects are. <laughs> of all the people I've worked with, that's all they want is prospect, prospect, prospect. So Bob, in, in past podcasts, you've you've spoken about the issue that 70% of senior clients over 80 years old own a life insurance policy that will be cashed out or in lapse before they die. How do you go about finding them?
2: Well, Eric, prospecting is probably the most exciting, arduous, tough job (laughs) for any professional. And when they can find a process that they can get excited about, it changes the dynamics of everything. So before I tell you about the, there's about five different methodologies that can bring about prospects that we know are real and that will work. And I'm going to share those with you today. Uh, It's something that I have never in my uh, pre-corporate establishment in 2008, I have never had anyone talk to me about where you can find Mm -hmm. these people. Obviously, the crowd keeps getting bigger and bigger. So let me talk about the issue first so people can remember the prospect that we're talking about has a problem and nobody is solving that problem, Eric. So could I could I take off on that and give Please. just a brief yeah. picture of the problem? Absolutely. Go for it. The problem is in two thousand and five, between nineteen ninety-five and two thousand five, carriers were issuing life insurance contracts that are currently owned by people in the 80s and 90s. Most of them were estate planning, the larger ones were estate planning, life insurance contracts, owned and signed an irrevocable trust.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: There's about $143 billion of face amount, and this came from Lisa, the authority, it's like the AALU of the life insurance industry. Okay. Lisa, the, the, the Life Insurance Settlement Association, has reported that there's about 143 billion, with a B, of face amount lapsing or cashing in every year in the this crowd over 60. Now, as you know, statistically, there are 10,000 people a day turning 65. Mm-hmm. Yep. So this crowd is exploding in size. 90 percent, after being pulled, 90 percent of these people in this crowd said that they wish their advisor had told them about settlements because they'd like to have considered increasing the value of that policy before getting rid of it. Hmm. 60-year-old seniors, as you know uh, in our previous podcast, are not the typical candidate for uh, a life settlement. But they're usually the beneficiary of a parent that's in their 80s or 90s. Yep. So they have an incentive to tell their parent about the problem. The problem is eight carriers so far have increased the COI cost as much as hundred percent. Wow. Or that overcrowd that crowd over eighty. And their policies are lapsing and they're cashing them in. And this is happening to parents and grandparents. And I have to tell you, based on our national experience, I'm 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 going to give an educated guess that over sixty percent of all the people that we are that are brought to us by professional advisors, the client had no idea mm-hmm. that this was happening to their their life insurance asset. No idea. Wow. So, would you, Eric, want to know if you had a life insurance contract worth five to ten times the cash value, and it was dissipating, and nobody told you about it until it was all gone? Yeah, I, I I would love to know, and and
1: even more importantly, I'd love to know from my parents because, I mean, they're on a fixed income, and and if there was something that could help them out, holy cow, that'd be fantastic.
2: Yes, it is fantastic, and people in the '60s and the, even the '50s should really ask their parents. Uh, many of them, Eric, are afraid to talk to their parents about estate planning mm-hmm. because they're afraid it sounds like they're asking for their inheritance. Yep. And that's, unfortunately, if it's posed properly, they can bring this information to the parent or grandparent in a way where they're saying to them, uh, there is a problem that I've heard about in the life insurance industry, and there is a solution to saving policies that are affected by this problem. And I'd like to, I'd like to have a firm look at the policies to make sure they're safe. And that's all they have to say.
1: Yeah, that's so important. All right, so we have the problem outlined and we have, uh, you know, we've reiterated how important that conversation is. Now let's switch gears and tell us where professionals can find these over 80 year olds that are being affected by this.
2: Well, I'm going to get into this. There are approximately five areas, and I'll call this the secret secret five, (laughs) that that people can look at and find opportunities to help seniors and to solve critical problems and make a fortune for the client and a significant income for themselves. Uh, I first want to state that method number one is parents and grandparents parents and grandparents of 60-year-olds, 50-year-olds that have not thought of this problem because they don't have the problem, but their parents and grandparents mm-hmm. may have. And they're the beneficiaries of everything the parents and grandparents have done, and their intention to the parents and grandparents is to pass the money down. So number one is parents and grandparents. And it's- So Eric, the crowd is so big, and it— and the biggest pile of of client opportunities is in the hands of the estate planning attorneys around the country. Mm-hmm. It's an obvious thing, but I have to tell you, ninety percent of of the producers that we work with have not thought of talking to estate planning attorneys. Many of them, Eric, are acting as trustees for the irrevocable life insurance Trust that own life insurance, and they have they have a fiduciary responsibility to the the client and to keep them aware of the status of the policy. The attorney needs someone good, someone that understands how to illustrate the options to the client that he's the fiduciary of. And so many of the insurance agents that sold the insurance are either retired, died, or have moved on and are not paying attention to this crowd. Mm-hmm. It, it just it, it blows me away that there is not enough qualified professionals that feel like they can help with this problem. Estate planning attorneys is number two on my list. Number one is grandparents and parents. Mm -hmm. Number two is estate planning attorneys. All right. Well, what's number three? Okay, I'm going to give you a storyline on number three because it just happened. We got a referral from an investment manager, and he had no idea— the client the referral is five he had no idea that his 5 million dollar policy was in dire dire trouble we were brought in by the investment manager after i gave him the review of our compliant process and he asked us to review what the client could do to to handle his policy uh, or save his policy after complete analysis and we do this by looking at everything we can do to help a client keep their policy mm-hmm. I have to say humbly nobody does this in the industry. Our firm has a compliance department that by doing this people that have the policy that's really in trouble want to do business with us. They want us, they trust us because we have a method when we're supporting advisors to help them look at everything they can do to keep their policy. When we brought in we were brought in the client was was paying $80,000 a year to keep the policy in force. He had wow. no idea that the cost of insurance had increased. He had no idea that the interest rate on the policy had gone down, therefore requiring more money. Mm-hmm. When we ran in-force illustrations, and those on the line will know what an in-force illustration is, it's a carrier's current picture of keeping the policy to age 100. It required not 80000 but starting right now, Eric, it required $270,000 a year to keep that policy in force. That's crazy. That's, that's, uh, that's unbelievable. Yeah. He was not happy. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't
1: think so. Yeah.
2: So what happened is we showed him all the ways to keep it. And the one way was to reduce the face amount. No more premium. That wasn't a good suggestion. We showed him everything we could do. We worked and tailored the pro- the policy with the carrier, and there was nothing that we could do that would keep it in force two hundred other than him paying two hundred and seventy thousand dollars a year. so we we went into the market. Now, all that preliminary work takes less than a week to get that information together. Okay. So we knew within a week that this guy had a problem. And we didn't know how to solve it, other than him paying two hundred and seventy thousand dollars a year. Mm. So we got in the market. Now, what, what I mean by that, we're a licensed broker, and the, and we license ourselves in every state that we have a case. And we got into the market, and the market is comprised of of uh, providers that are managers of the policy funds, and we negotiate with numerous. Policy funds to come up with the fair market value. Now, it, the bidding is when we put this together, together with this health history, we are able to send to the provider who knows exactly what he's looking for. He knows exactly what kind of policy to buy based on the life expectancy of the client. Mm-hmm. And that's based on the medical information and the policy premium that they need to pay to keep it to age 100. And in those uh, with that information, they get into a bidding, just like it would be in a, a real estate seller's market, where people uh, have an offer, then they have another offer, and people want the house, and it creates somewhat of a minor frenzy where the funds see this policy, if it's a good match, they see it as something they want to buy as an investment for their fund. And we got in the market, and we were able to negotiate a policy that had uh, a sixty-two thousand dollar cash value. That's what he would have if he cashed it in. Sixty-two thousand mm-hmm. dollars. We got two point one million dollars at our peak offer. Two point wow. one million. Wow, that's that's a little bit better than sixty-five thousand. Yeah, sixty-two <laughs> thousand. It's yeah. a lot better than sixty-two thousand. <laughs> And Uh, as a result, obviously, the investment manager looked good mm -hmm. because he did a compliance process and we came back in and created real value. This was a big win for the client. And I have to tell you, the investment manager looked like uh, someone that was doing extraordinarily deep added value work. And he got great kudos from this guy. In fact, he has some friends that have policies that they've talked about on the golf course, and there's going to be more business coming in. Plus, the investment manager, AUM, is exactly. what they work for. Assets under management. And guess what? The $2.1 million went into his pool of funds, and the investment manager got $2.1 million more to manage. A big win for everybody.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's that's huge, and, and the you brought up a great point. If this were to happen to you, for anybody listening – who wouldn't you tell that you changed sixty two thousand dollars into two point one million dollars? I mean, that, that would be a, a huge cause to celebrate and, and and talking about it on the golf course and at, at church and you know at the your local restaurant. It's gonna it's gonna happen when you when you have
2: friends in the in that same boat. What a great way to spread that word! Um, it's like it's like buying a stock. I mean, when you buy a stock low and sell high, you know people talk about it. Mm-hmm. You ought to buy the stock. I mean, it's 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 contagious. When something like this happens, and just let me say this, anybody that's had any experience in the settlement business have gone to a broker and the broker just wants to sell it. And so whether or not you get the top offer or not, you never know. Some brokers will buy the contract and then resell it. We don't allow that to happen. We do everything to keep that from happening because we want the maximum number of dollars for the client. That's great. Uh, together with our compliance process.
1: All right. So where else can we find, or where can a a professional find the 80-plus crowd?
2: Well, okay. I said there was five. This is number four. Professional advisors are typically trained to prospect. And, you know, I don't know how true that is today, but when I grew up in the business, that was the number one thing they told us. ABC, always be prospecting. Always, ABP, always be prospecting, looking all the time thinking, all the time. Mm-hmm. Some advisors are earning as much as eighty thousand a month, learning our master series and settlements. Wow. You know, it's it's uh, what happens is they put that arrow in their quiver and they ask. They do policy diagnostics, policy. Well, we do them for them, so we're their back room. So it seems obvious to me sometimes, and the obvious is not obvious to most to many professional advisors, prospecting isn't something they do. Some of them have clients come to them. But we have a training program that takes an advisor into the intricacy of adding the settlement diagnostic to his work so that he can begin to add taking care of these people that are in an amazing large number, taking care of their problems, helping them be aware of the asset value of life insurance. So after some training, the advisors we work with become more consistently looking for clients in their client base Mm -hmm. because oftentimes, that's how I got started. I heard about it. I went to a broker in 2003, 2002, and I began to understand the, the problem. I saw clients that have, had done good uh, estate planning, and they had no more need for the life insurance. Uh, I saw clients whose policies were not working. We even had some clients, Eric, that had uh, a policy that could be sold, and they were still insurable. Uh, hmm. We have one right now in 2018 that this is happening for a $10 million contract. It, it's rare, but it does happen when we're able to sell a contract and get a new contract issued that's more favorable. Hmm. So that's, that's in, the, in the mix also. So with a training, all of a sudden the advisors begin to look at the 60 to 80 crowd all as sources mm-hmm. or prospects themselves. And we invite the advisor to a webcast training that we conduct on a regular basis that drives new business. And it shows them what to say, who to talk to. We even give mailers, helping them develop this fine art, this, this jewel, this diamond uh, in the rough that advisors need to know about right now. Mm-hmm. It's becoming more and more aware to the professional community.
1: I know we're not done with the podcast yet, Bob, but you mentioned the the training and everything. Can you just tell them how to contact you if they're interested and they're hearing it right now? Tell them how to contact you for that training or uh, the webcast.
2: Yeah, our training is uniquely put together for the specific purpose to learn how to talk to and open up cases in the settlement, the policy diagnostic, the settlement world, You'll do more business. You'll make more money. You'll create more goodwill. Contact us. We've got a very, very sophisticated advisor training program. Uh, Diana Kyle is my professional relationship director, mm-hmm. and she's the liaison between my uh, executive team and our top advisors. Call us at 877 927 7243 and ask for Diana Kyle our professional relationship director. She is the one that makes sure our top advisors are taken through the process and trust me, will help you in all areas of your business. That's 877-927-7243. All right. Now, Bob, some of the things
1: that you've said, kind of how you're, you've described it to me, it seems fairly easy for to find these candidates. So why are so many advisors finding it difficult?
2: Well, Eric, nothing seems easy unless you you see the opportunity as a career profit center and you create an unusual service opportunity for the client. Once you believe that you've got a process that the client will win by and we show you where the prospects are and how to get to them and what to say, all of a sudden it it takes away the stress. When you believe in something – it shows. Mm -hmm. When you don't believe in something, it also shows. So I'm telling you, the kind of things that we've been able to help clients with have made us feel good, the advisor feel ecstatic, and the client so appreciative and grateful. Like for an example, the firm in Fresno that was in dire need in 2008, the year we incorporated Settlement Master's, and we were able to sell term contracts and provide the money to create a national catalog, which has changed the entire course of his company. I, you know that to me felt so good. Another client wanted to have her son have the money now instead of when she died, and so we sold the contracts uh, that she had after we did everything to show her what to keep them. Mm-hmm. We sold them and and gave the money to the son, which he requested, and today his portfolio of real estate exceeds the value of the life insurance. I mean, there's so many examples over the years that uh, I can tell you that people are excited about and now believe that they really have have the faith. But like all other methods of prospecting, you need to set up a process Mm -hmm. that you do consistently because you can believe all day long and not do anything about it. You know, today's the day of completion, and you've got to make sure that today you you can count your pelts. I had I had a, a mentor many years ago that said Lawson. He was from New Orleans. He said, Lawson, don't tell me how many uh, sales you made. Show me the pelts. Mm-hmm. You know, he'd always related to a a, a tramp a, a tracker. I guess uh, you got to be able to do something, in every day. Uh, make sure that, that that something creates something closer to the prospect world uh, that you're in. And, and settlements should be in your quiver. It, it's like in my pro- podcast on the Acres of Diamonds mm-hmm. uh, that we did some weeks ago. The 80-year-old crowd gets bigger every day. Every day. Yeah. thousand sixty five year olds have their birthday today. Wow. 65-year-old birthday, 80-year-old diamonds are everywhere. Every one of those, well, not all of them, but most of those people have a parent. And most of those parents have a life insurance contract. Prospecting is is fun. And when it starts working, it's like the gold rush. Yep. The funny thing about policy evaluation or diagnostic, it opens the door to other sales, Eric. Yep. Uh, it opens the door for term insurance sales. Money under management, AUM, uh, long-term care, which these people direly need, absolutely uh, in retirement, but oftentimes don't have the money to to pay for it. Okay, uh, you, retirement. Bob, we're getting low on time. I don't want to interrupt, but you've given us
1: four, and I know you said there's five. <laughs> so what's the fifth one?
2: Okay, Eric, business brokers that sell businesses, buying businesses is a uh, incredible source. People that sell businesses and buy businesses for clients have clients that have old key man policies, mm-hmm. old buy and sell policies. Let me tell you a quick story. Back in 2004, this is what ignited my interest in the settlement world. KPMG came to me to ask to us to review a policy on a client selling a business. The client was taking his key man policy as a part of the sale. Uh, many of you uh, are participating in that kind of thing. The mm-hmm. policy had a cash value of 238000 and it was a $30 million key man policy that he was taking with him. They were asking us to review it. We reviewed the policy, showed him all the ways he could— uh, Due to keep the policy, uh, then he told us, "Watch my lips. We we don't want to keep the policy." Mm-hmm. We went mm-hmm. into the bidding process, and we received the high bid. At, after it, it takes ten days to get to the high bid, a high bid of ten of six million dollars on a ten million dollar policy. Oh, wow! Now that was he was going to cash it in for two thirty-eight. He got six million, which is better. Uh, yeah, I'm going to take the $6 million, Bob. <laughs> That's an example of the kind of yeah. diamonds that are out there. If we get excited about it and put some effort in the process, my team will help any professional that wants to find diamonds in this market. Business brokers is number five. And I tell you that the opportunities are unbelievable. All right, so let's let's give
1: those next steps again for those advisors who want to be on the front of this wave of seniors with this financial problem. What are those next steps to get a hold of you?
2: The next step is to call Settlement Masters. And when you call us, make sure that you ask for Diana Kyle. And when you call, call 877-927-7243. She'll offer you a 30-minute, no pitch, fax pack webcast on our master series for professional advisors, which is how you find them, what you say. I think you'll find it to be valuable. And it will all alter your business. You'll get a process for the client. You'll get a a process for CPAs, attorneys, business brokers, trust officers that will drive new business. We do all the heavy lifting, Eric. We give the advisor E&O. So the advisor has a backroom partner that is completely dedicated to helping them. We even give them a covenant not to compete so that they know we'll never steal their client. Don't hesitate if you want to add a fiduciary service that will exceed all your expectations in profitability. Call Diana Kyle 877-927-7243. That
1: is that is great great information Bob. This was a fantastic podcast. In fact, I'm going to call it the Fantastic 5. I hope you don't mind. Uh, I think that (laughs) that works out pretty well for five different things, uh, five different areas to find prospects in. Do you have any closing thoughts for us before we end today? Every
2: every day I start my day with the same poem. So you've heard it before, but drub it into your mind. (laughs) On the plains of hesitation, bleak the bones of countless millions, that on the dawn of victory, they sat down to wait and there they died. Thank you for listening to today's Acres of Diamond podcast with Bob Larson. If you have
1: not subscribed to the podcast yet, please click the subscribe now button below. This way, when Bob comes out with a new podcast, it'll show up directly on your listening device. It also makes it very easy to share these, with, uh, these podcasts with your friends and family. And that is something that makes it even easier to get those prospects. If you know somebody, share this podcast with them and it'll, it'll get them thinking. Thanks again for listening. For everyone at Settlement Masters, this is Eric Johnson reminding you to live your best day every day. And we'll see you next time.
0: Thank you for listening to the Acres of Diamonds podcast. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only.